Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Engine Builder Show. For today's episode, Gabe will be answering why your last website project failed and how to fix it. As usual, thank you, everybody, everybody for tuning in and enjoy the show. Good morning, everybody. There was always a ton to learn. I am a huge fan of technology and absolutely love being a part of development projects, technical projects. We're working on a large uh, business platform right now for a client that'll, um, they're going to invest probably a half million dollars overall in the platform. And we absolutely love working with uh, technology, building websites and helping our clients really create effective destinations so they can drive prospective customers there so they can serve existing customers. Um, and this week, like I mentioned yesterday, we are talking all about destinations. And oftentimes we will have clients come to us um, and say, man, I, I tried to work with this company. It was a massive failure. Things didn't work out. And while technology has you know, made things a lot more accessible over the years, it's also made it so that there's plenty of folks out there who unfortunately have no experience and are claiming to be web designers or people that maybe are web designers at some level, but don't really have the business processes and all the tools and the principles in place that are gonna help them effectively deliver a website to you. And so in order to make sure that your next website project um, or website update is success, make sure that you really cover these important points and implement them. And if you do, I'm confident that you're gonna get a lot better results. So the first thing is to be very clear on the single action you want a visitor to take on your website. Um, as an example, we have a client who uh, serves veterans, they're an attorney and they serve veterans and they have one goal for their website to drive any interested veteran um, who visits their website, who needs their services to their consultation form. And then the veteran fills out that consultation form and that starts the sales process so that our client can serve these veterans with their legal needs. And so all throughout the site, that's where we're sending them. We're sending them, if they're reading a blog post, ultimately we want them to fill out the consultation form. If they're on the homepage, there's a quick little assessment they do that drives them the consultation form. Um, when we ultimately you know, do email marketing and other things, we're just gonna drive them to that specific destination. So if you're clear on the single specific next action that you want your prospect to take, then make sure you communicate that clearly to your web designer and make sure that they are implementing that, not just on the homepage, but ultimately um, in multiple different places throughout the site. And again, we're gonna be talking all about destinations this week on the show, so lots of good content. If you missed yesterday's show, check that out and make sure you tune in tomorrow as well because we're gonna keep going through these principles. So again, the first thing to help you prevent failure in your website project is to make sure that you know the single action, the call to action that you want a visitor to take and make sure it's clearly put all over the site. If anything, lean towards a little bit over the top of being a little bit more aggressive of putting that call to action all over the place than having it too infrequently because you don't want a prospect that needs your services to miss that next step that they should take so that you can serve them. The second thing to do with your website project is to verify that the web developer actually has experience by viewing their portfolio um, and looking at the work they've done and have them explain it to you, explain what they built and why and the designs and everything like that. Because if they've done a lot of projects, even honestly, regardless of if it's in your industry or not, um, then they're going to understand here's the process, here's good design, here's best practices with coding things. And instead of just signing up and jumping in, 
go through their portfolio with them and have them talk through and explain what they did and why. Somebody that is experienced in their craft, regardless of what it is, can share the details. They can explain the whys. They can teach you the principles behind it. Somebody that really doesn't have a lot of experience, or unfortunately I've seen this on occasion, is showing you a portfolio that isn't there, can't you know in depth explain why they build it because they didn't build in the first place, or if it's one of their first projects, they just won't have the depth of understanding that they need to really serve you well. Um, the third thing to really pay attention to is set a realistic schedule with a web designer. So talk to them, say, what's the process look like? What feedback are you going to need from me? Typically, how long does this project take? Um, and then ultimately, whatever schedule they give you, add 20 to 30% you know, additional time into the schedule. Because what happens frequently, we see this, and so it's part of why we build a strong schedule and we support our clients well when we're building their websites, is you'll get into the project and a new opportunity will come up in the business. And you'll be like, I need to add a page. Or you'll get into the project and even though you clarified and verified and signed off on the approach and the style and the design and the sitemap, you realize, you know what, I have to have this extra page or I need to change the homepage component. And so there's going to be important changes that you need to do in the middle of the project. Um, and you want to be able to have time cushion for those. And also there are just unexpected challenges that may come up with your web designer um, that they encounter. And so if you, you know, if a web designer says it's going to take us 90 days to build this website um, and you plan on launching all your new marketing on day 90 or 91, you're going to run into problems. Give yourself a cushion, make sure that you can test things, make sure you have time for feedback and realize that the faster you get back to your web designer, and the more specific and clear you are in the feedback that you have, the more successful they're going to be. If you leave all the decisions and all the input to them, they're going to be lost because they don't know your business as well as you do. So that's definitely an important third step. The fourth thing I would strongly encourage you to check with um, with your web designer before you engage in that update or a brand new website is make sure that the company you decide to work with for your web design needs has an experienced project manager on your account because without a project manager, it's very likely that your project will fail. Unfortunately, because I've been in this position, I've made this mistake myself in the past, unfortunately, is if you are the web designer and the developer and you're also trying to project manage it and you have somebody that's trying to do everything themselves, then they're likely taking on a lot of projects to, to try to cover you know, what they're trying to hit from a revenue standpoint. And it will be difficult for them to prioritize and focus just on your project um, and fill that project management role. So what I've learned is it's ideal to have a project manager dedicated to the project, plus the designers, the developers, the other people that are involved, because that's when you'll be able to have somebody purely managing the resources, the schedule, the assets that need to be built. And anytime you can work with a company that has an experienced project manager, you'll be in much better shape. It's one of the reasons why here at BME, we always assign a dedicated project manager to all of our projects because that allows us to really serve our clients at the highest level. So those are just a handful of the challenges that I've seen um, that have come up over the years. And just to recap, make sure the first thing is be clear on the single action that you want a visitor to take from your website, like filling out a consultation form or requesting a sample or that one thing. That one thing should be all over the site so it can't be missed. The second thing is verify with your developer by viewing their portfolio with them and having them explain what they build and why that you trust that they have a lot of experience in building these types of sites for you. The third thing is set that realistic schedule with a designer, but add 20 to 30% of additional time to the schedule so that you're not jammed up against a deadline. And so there's time for you to change your mind on some details, 
There's time for any challenges that come up to be resolved. And so you're not crunching a very tight deadline. And then the fourth thing is make sure that you have a project manager on your project with you so that they can keep you accountable. They can manage the schedule. They can work internally with the team you're hiring and they can just coordinate the details. That is a huge part of how we successfully launch so many sites for our clients when we're building out those effective destinations that help them generate more leads, more results, and help them grow their business. So I hope that's helpful to you. If you need help with your destinations, with building a website, with building a land page, um, with redoing a site that's you know a little bit older, which we're going to talk about that a little bit later this week, um, then we would love to serve you. You can reach out at businessmarketingengine.com or you can contact uh, me, just message me here on social media or comment down below, and we would love to serve and help you. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.